quit. I did share it this morning, so. It's all about you, boo. Okay, welcome and good morning, everyone. We are still going live and strong with our 24-hour podcast sponsored by IndieRadio.org. Um, um, I am Shannon, your host for this segment of the 24-hour podcast um, with none other than my very own favorite boo, um, Tracy J. And we are discussing today living beneath his shadow. And that's a topic, a title, um, a lifestyle that she's adopted in her own life, which she will give you the 411 on. Um, but I basically want to talk about this woman before she talks about herself. Um, I have known, um, and she used to be my quote unquote first lady um, back in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, I have known Tracy long before she became a first lady. Um, I attended a church back in Omaha called Mount Ebel Missionary Baptist Church. And at that time, the late Reverend John H. Whittington was my pastor and her and her husband and her small children came to Omaha, Nebraska um, to show up and to show out. Um, a young couple um, on fire uh, with the word of God um, tucked so deeply in their hearts. And it was so beautiful to see um, the anointing on um, them at that time when they came. And so fast forwarding to the um, unfortunate passing of my pastor, um, me being in college and um, me deciding um, that I wanted to venture out to another um, meeting place, another worship house. And so I ended up going to her church um, where her husband at the time, um, Pastor Leroy Adams, uh, is it Junior? Uh, yeah, Where's Junior. Junior um, is um, was the pastor, is the pastor still. And so I started attending Morningstar Missionary Baptist Church and um, the rest is history. Uh, we became friends, um, we developed a relationship um, and um, seemingly, I think it was when I left and came back, I came back to Morningstar and you were still there, but you were getting ready to transition out unbeknownst to me. Um, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> unbeknownst to you, look, unbeknownst to all of us. All of us. So, um, I won't tell all your business because I'll give you room and space to share that part leading into how you got under the um, tutelage of living beneath the shadow. But that's my short story. Um, needless to say, um, you go where favor is found, and favor is found where God sends you. So, Tracy went on to Florida, and lo and behold, so did I. Um, and so we have not ventured too far from each other right. and we have not ventured too far from God. Um, so Tracy, it is such an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Thank Good you. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm just thankful to God for every opportunity that he provides me. And this is just another one of those opportunities. So it's all about him. It's not about Absolutely. me. It's about him Absolutely. and all that he has done to bring me to the point to where I am. And I'm thankful. Absolutely. So give us your backstory, how you became to be Tracy J. Um, uh, well, you, you gave the, the, the short version and I'm going, I'm going to not elaborate too much on that. Um, but I became Tracy J. Um, in 2012 when I departed Omaha, Nebraska under um, stressful uh, situation, not, realizing that I would not be returning. 
mm-hmm. um, in um, May of June of 2013, uh, my ex-husband divorced me. Unbeknownst to me, he freed me. Uh, we were married 31 years, uh, pastor uh, all of those years. I mean, minister all of those years, pastored probably 25 of those years. And so it was a great transition for me. And so that's where actually Tracy J and Living Beneath the Shadow was birthed because when I left Omaha, I was always Pastor Adam's wife or First Lady Tracy or AJ and Mariah's mom. So I had to become Tracy J myself in my own independence. And then also um, that's where Living Beneath the Shadow was birthed. All right. See, I was going to be funny and say you became Tracy J when Miss Mama Larnice gave birth to you. You know, I actually did become Tracy J at that time. But during the the relationship, during my marriage, I lost who that person was. Yeah. Because I, I began to form into and become the person whom I was married to needed me to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But at the same time, you can't lose focus of who you are and who God made you to be. And that's what I had done. I had totally lost focus of who I was, who God made me to be. And I became Pastor Adam's wife, Leroy's wife, AJ and Mariah's mom. And there was no more Tracy J. That's who I became. All right. So we're going to stick a pin in that because I am going to ask you at the end of the podcast, who is Tracy J now? Oh, so God. Okay. All my material now. Okay. Um, so tell us about the birthing of living beneath his shadow. Why did that become a, a, such an integral part of your journey, your chapter, your season once you got here um, to Florida, um, central Florida? Um, living beneath his shadow was actually birthed through my divorce. It is actually, it's actually the title of my book and um, which I'm in the process of still writing after six years. But, you know, you, you, you can't rush God. You can't rush what he's doing. But it actually was birthed uh, as a book title. Mm-hmm. And as I began to go through the process of God evolving me into who I was going to become, it became my theme for life. And so it's actually living beneath his shadow, God and the man of God, because I lived the life underneath the man of God. And so after I lived the life underneath the man of God, God had to break me, rebirth me mm-hmm. as a spiritual fetus raise me up on a new foundation. Now I'm living beneath the shadow of God. So I'm no longer underneath the shadow of a man or a woman or anyone else. I'm now living underneath the shadow of God. So it's actually a contrast as to what it's like living underneath the shadow of a man and then living underneath the shadow of God. So that's living beneath the shadow. You're frozen, Shannon. You're frozen. You're frozen. We'll wait for Shannon to come back. We lost her. I don't know what happened. All right. Uh, sorry about that. Shannon is uh, Shannon is uh, working out some uh, t- 
technical difficulties. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yes. Okay. Here we go. She's coming back. Looks like she's trying to come back. There she is. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Okay. Leah, you can hear me fine. Yes. Yep. I can hear you and I can see you. You're you're kind of um, it's kind of flickering. Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Shannon? Yeah. Uh -oh. Let's see. We'll get her back. Can you hear me? Yay! Okay. Yay! I just had to log yeah. back out, log back in. Okay. 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 So uh, we ended on uh, Living Beneath the Shadow was birthed out of your divorce, and it is also the title of your upcoming or forthcoming book, mm -hmm. uh, Living Behind, Living Beneath the Shadow, of God and the Man of God. Mm -hmm. So what, um, what has happened in your life since the spiritual rebirth of TJ, Living Beneath His Shadow? Um, if you want to break that down under what man of God looked like and then moving into God, or if you want to, if you can take whatever direction you so desire um, in that discussion. Well, what has happened since um, tra transitioning? I'll talk about transitioning. Transitioning from underneath the man of God to um, God himself, um, a mm -hmm. lot has occurred. You know, like I, okay. like I said, um, God had to allow me to be totally broken in order for me to be rebuilt. Um, I lived that life for 30 years and the foundation that I was built upon was a solid foundation. Even though it was a wrong foundation, it was a solid foundation. So God had to take me through a breaking, a building, and now I'm in the blessing stage. Um, the breaking period was horrendous. It was terrible. Um, it was alienation. It was um, um, treachery. It was trying. It destroyed my family. Um, mm -hmm. It drove me to suicide. I am a suicide survivor. Yay! Um, Yay. It, it literally took me to a place where I had no one to turn to but God. And God had to do that because God knew there was no way that I would break away from the situation I was in had I not had he not taken me that route. Not only did he take me that route, but he left me in the situation for three years dealing with the situation. And he totally shut me down. I'm from mm -hmm. California. I'm a Compton Carson girl. Uh, we don't talk. We fight. But God left me in a situation to where I had to face this situation head on and not respond, not react. And now I understand and I see why God had to do that because I would not be the person that I am today had I not done that. I would not have the integrity, the testimony, the witness that I had today had I not gone through that, pub mind you, public process and come mm -hmm. out on the end the way that I did. So I thank God for the process. I didn't see it then, but I see it now, but it's taught me that no matter what situation you are in, God is in control. Yeah. God is going to, Marvin Sapp said it on Friday. He said, God is going to take the good and the good and put it all together and make it and bless you. God is going to take the good and the bad, put it all together and bless you. 
God is going to take the bad and the bad, put it all together and bless you. God is going to take the bad and the good, put it all together and bless you. Why? Because all things, no matter what we see, no matter how we feel, no matter how bad it is, all things work together for good for those that love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. We just have to see through the eyes of faith that God yeah. is going to do what he said he's going to do. And you have to keep the promise that God has given to you. One of the things that God promised me when I opened my eyes from a suicide attempt, and I literally said, damn, I'm still here. And I said, God, I cannot live. I cannot, you won't let me die. So I need you to help me live. Yeah. And God said, if you trust and obey me, I will restore you. I'm thinking, restore my marriage. I'm thinking, bring my family back. God said, no, after I began to process it, no, I'm going to restore you. And that's what he's yeah. done. So even though I don't have the marriage, my family dynamic has changed. God has restored me. And I'm here. I'm blessed. I'm favored. I'm happy. Um, I never thought that my process would lead me to this place. And he's not done yet. So right. um, what the transition was from living under, beneath the shadow of man, living beneath the shadow of man, I'm accountable to man to be what he would have me to be, which took me out of who God had me to be. Living right. underneath the shadow of God, I'm free to be me. Okay. And everything that God has for me to be. Absolutely. So you had mentioned the three B's, breaking, and correct me if I'm wrong, breaking, building, and blessing. Is that right. it? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what the season of breaking, that almost took you out. So the building process, um, what in essence did you have to build or be rebuilt in besides just yourself? Because you moved all of your stuff, some of your stuff, none of your stuff? None of my stuff. Okay. Nothing but my car and two dogs. Okay. Yeah. So the yeah. building process, uh, other outside of building myself, I had to build um, my, I, my credit. When I left, I had a 326 credit score. Wasn't even registering. Had to build my credit. I had to build my um, my my belongings, materials. When I walked away, I walked away from a six-bedroom, three-story home, fully furnished because we were married 30 years. And God said, leave it. Don't. When the judge said, what do you want? God spoke to my heart. I said, I don't want nothing. He can have everything. And um, I walked away with nothing. So I had to rebuild materialistically. I had to rebuild um, my wardrobe. I only came here with a bag full of clothes because... My, uh, my stay was temporary. I was coming here to uh, to strengthen myself, to get stronger. I even said that right. I'm going away so I can get stronger and I'm coming back and I'm fighting for you. I'm fighting for our marriage. But I was here four days and I received divorce papers. So I had no idea they were coming. And so I had to rebuild materialistically, you know, and it's taught me that it's not about that stuff. Yeah. It's not about that stuff. It's a, because you can lose stuff but as long as you have your peace of mind and you have your joy and you have your life you can always get stuff stuff yeah. gonna come stuff gonna go you know but i i had to rebuild um my whole entire existence of who i was had to be rebuilt you know and god has opened some doors and given me some tremendous opportunities in this building process you know at 50 years old I'm doing things I never did before. 54 Absolutely. now. I'm doing things I never did before. So I had to rebuild everything. Everything. Yes. And you are absolutely right that, you know, you wanted to 
get to the place where you were given based on God's promise to you, as you mentioned, everything that the enemy had taken from you and kind of expound upon that. That would be considered your blessing phase. Mm -hmm. Um, And having been alongside your journey from prior to, during and post, I see that your blessings have (laughs) met. Look, is it quadrupled? They um, have exceeded every expectation. And, and they even come in little pitter-patters of feet. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about these blessings. What what has it been like to be on the receiving end of the press down, shaking together and running over of blessings in oh, your life? Oh, my God. I, I, I can't even put it into words. I just, I cannot put it into words. Um the exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask and think has been manifested in my life. I, um, I have had five grandchildren in five years. Yes. Um, I left my daughter in Omaha. My daughter is now here. Um, my son is here. So God has just superseded. All I wanted was for my children to be happy and to be healthy. God has exceeded that. They are awesome. They are wonderful. They are here with me. My grandbabies are here with me. Um, I have new career uh, op- opportunities that have fallen before me. Um, my credit score is reaching a 700. Uh, <laughs> uh, I purchased my first car by myself. Yes. I my first uh, apartment lease by myself. I relocated to an area by myself. Um, God has just opened doors. I'm just walking and the footsteps that he is laying. The only thing I am waiting on is my husband. I'm claiming it. It's coming. I still have some work to do, but I am going to be a wife until my husband comes. I ain't going to be no girlfriend, no companion, none of that junk. We can date, but I ain't going to be nobody's wife till I'm till I have the ring on my finger and the paper in my hand. And so that's all I'm waiting on. But every area of my life, God has just truly blessed. He has truly blessed. And even with that, he has filled the emptiness. So I'm okay until God sends that person into my life. You know, I, my life is so full. I have so much, so much going on. Absolutely. So, much going on. so I remember we would have been, maybe it was 2013. Um, and we would have been at whatever hotel we were at when we were in town mm-hmm. um, at the pool. And we were having a conversation. Um, and I want to bring that back to your remembrance and have you told me what that means to you today. Um, You had said something, and I don't even remember what you said, but what I followed it up with was um, marriage is not about happiness. Marriage is about holiness. Um, A lot of times people get into a situation with someone and they expect it to make them happy. Mm -hmm. Um, But you should have already been happy and whole before you entered into that marriage. It's about being holy about honoring God, about sharpening your iron next to another person and living that thing life called together out. So now that you are married to Tracy J, Mm -hmm. honoring God, life is not about happiness, even as a single woman, it's about holiness. But you know that happiness is an inside job and when you don't have happiness, joy is present. Mm -hmm. So what does your holiness look like now that you know, because we we talked about it for a while, and you was like, oh, "Okay, I think I'm I'm following." 
And so my idea was that you probably thought that happiness should have been a part of it. Right. Until it registered that that makes sense. So what does that look like for you now? Oh, my holiness, what it looks like to me now um, is my obedience to God in every area of my life. And you, mm-hmm. and, and I remember that conversation clearly because you said a happy, you said, oh, you said, what did you say? You said life, you said life. And then you talked about marriage. You said, it's not about being happy. It's about being holy. And it's about being obedient to God. And when you're obedient to God, then you'll be able to be holy even when you're not happy. And that stuck with me. That stuck with me. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, God, even when I'm going through, I still have to be holy. Yeah, I have to maintain a standard of living, even when I'm not going through, because it's not about my happiness. It's about my holiness, because yeah. in my holiness comes joy. Joy is forever. Happiness depends on what's happening. So, Lord, teach that. me to, to receive joy and not worry about the happiness. Don't worry about all of that, because if I have joy, then I'm OK. So teach yeah. me to have that that joy, unspeakable joy that is spoken about in the scriptures. Teach me to have that kind of joy. So when you talk when you talk about that, my happiness or my joy is based on my holiness and my obedience to God. And trust me, I fall along the way. I am mm-hmm. no I am no saint. But one thing I do know that God is faithful and God is just and he will forgive mm-hmm. us from all unrighteousness. And when we mess up, we have to look ourselves in the mirror and say, "Lord, I jacked up." And I want to get back in fellowship with you and try our best to do what we can to stay in fellowship with him. So my happiness now is my holiness. And that's all it's about. That's all it's about. And God honors, God honors that because you were obedient. I have been able to watch you week after week, month after month, year after year. Now you've been in South, uh, well, Central Florida for what? Six years? Six years. Okay. So yes, because I'm moving into my sixth year in April. Um, And the one thing that I have seen grow in you is this platform. You have been able to have a Friday show um, on Facebook, a Friday Chronicle. So let's talk about that. And you also added to that a radio show, radio segment. So let's talk about the platform that you have been given um, just by sheer obedience and being transparent and authentic in who you are becoming, you know, in honor of Michelle Obama, you are becoming yes. this woman. Uh, let's talk about that. Wow. Um, it's, it's just, like I said, I can't even, I can't even thank God enough for the things that he have done. Knowing my past, knowing my history, I've always been in a place of submission. I've always been in the background. Even mm-hmm. though God has gifted the birth of teaching in me, I've always been kept in the background to where I could not do what I needed, what he had called me to do because I was always pushing the man of God forward. I was always letting him stand in the front. And so I never would have thought that God would open a door for me to do what I'm doing now. I have the Friday Chronicles, which I've been doing for a little over three years now. Mm-hmm. Every Friday on Facebook, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 3 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Pacific. Um, there's, it's a Friday Chronicle. And it's just a um, encouragement. Uh, just mm-hmm. we talked about faith on last Friday. Um, it's yeah. just an encouragement, and it comes from my life's journey. I had somebody ask me, and they weren't being funny. They were like, "What makes you think that you are qualified to speak to others or um, try to coach others?" And I said, "My life's journey. 
That's all we have, you know. And God said that we are to tell our story. You know, we're overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And I promised God when I came through this that I would tell my story. And so that's what I do. I use that and I uh, focus it on um, whatever's going on in my life at that time or whatever mm -hmm. somebody inboxes me. My inbox stays full. I bet women, it does. Especially a lot of first ladies that are going through that don't know what to do, you know, and they've gone through a divorce and they can't seem to get out of it. Um, and so I use that as I use that platform as a visual of me so you can see that God can do whatever you need him to do. Um, my Living Beneath the Shadow Morning Inspiration Show on Oso Smooth Radio comes on every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time and repeats on Thursdays. That is an avenue for um, music and dialogue for the soul. So I get to play my gospel music. Now that came about, I've never done radio before in my life. Right. Never, ever. And I am the uh, personal assistant to the radio station owner, as well as the radio station administrator. And so I was talking to him about gospel. And I said, we don't have no gospel on here. I don't understand why we don't have no gospel. He said, well, you do a show. And I said, uh, uh, uh um, okay. <laughs> and so that's how the door opened for Living Beneath the Shadow Morning Inspiration Show. And so, and it has a, um, a great following. I'm getting ready to add from the desk of a, from the, from the pastor desk, which is going to be a little three to five minute encouragement. Um, I did you, I had you on my show about your books. I'm going to be doing some more of that. So, um, God is just opening a door for me to just tell my story. And that's out of obedience because I promised him, um, once I made it through that I would share my story, the good, the bad, the ugly all of it and so that that's what i do you know i'm very i'm very transparent i try because i i still believe in the scripture that says you know touch my touch my don't touch my prophet anointed do my prophets no harm i was married to a prophet i know that he is and so i i walk tread i tread lightly because i don't want to offend him or the church in any way but i have to tell my story and all honesty of what happened or what it was Absolutely. and so god has just given me a a platform to do that. I've um, had speaking engagements, doing the podcast. Um, I'm getting ready to get some uh, training in the area so I can get some letters behind my name. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I'm, I'm just thankful. It, it's all God. It's none of me. Every door that is open. And if you notice when I reposted this morning, my favorite scripture, 1 Corinthians 15, 58, be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord for so much as you know, the labor is not in vain in the Lord. And um, even with this, you know, it, it's, it's all God. It, it's just all God. And I, I just thank him. Because even Kente, yeah. doing this 24 hours, giving you an hour to give to me, it, it's just, it's all God. It, it's all God. Well, it's, it's actually pretty hilarious. And it is all God because I was kind of contemplating. I knew I always wanted you on the show. And I was actually going to do a um life after divorce podcast that's what i wanted to do and i was actually going to bring you and two other people on there um one person who um is going through a divorce you who have gone through a divorce and one person who has gone through several divorces oh um and so what i ended up doing because i was going to break other shows down in terms of content and quality. I was like, you know what? She already has a platform in which she uses every day. 
and um your 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 message your um it's almost like a memoir you pin it so eloquently and you are very open to the message that you've been given and then sharing that with other people so i was like you know i think this is a moment um for her to be um in the the spotlight um to showcase how god has favored you um how your children have followed you mm-hmm. to your 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 fortress so to speak um and how life has just been a focal point on truly lending and leaning in to what God has for you. Um, I know that the journey getting here wasn't easy. Um, and I know that the decisions that you made in the process of getting here were just as hard, but, but God. And so I was like, I want to honor that because for me, being not just your friend, but being someone I would consider you know, maybe accountability partner or mentee or mentor. Because you always crack me up every time I come to Central Florida and you're like, Shannon, you just always know when to come. And I'm like, you do. You show up on time. (laughs) It's all about obedience. And I mean, you mentioned that so much and all the time. And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's just like I feel like it's pressed upon my heart. You need to go see Tracy or you need to give Tracy a call. Or, you know, Tracy is, you know, needing to unpack something. Um, so you talked to me right before you took on that role at Oh So Smooth Radio. I did. You talked to me right before you started blogging oh, for yes. Beneath His Shadow. Um, we, I mean, and seemingly I felt like, well, I'm not really qualified to give you any direction on any of these things. But the fact that you felt like... I was someone to bounce the ideas off of for, you know, introspection and, you know, kind of advice. It was like, almost like it was honor. It was honoring. And I was like, I don't know what I can give you, but I would say, if you feel so led, then follow that, you know, live that out, live life out loud um, in high definition. I mean, that's what life is supposed to be about. You know, we came so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. This Absolutely. Is this is the fruit of your labor. Um, you are in the reaping. <laughs> I am. Um, I am. So, um, you know, I'm just over here with a cup because I'm going to catch all your overflow. So <laughs> make sure your husband got a brother. Look, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. So tell us, because you didn't mention, tell us about your blog. How did that come about? Uh, my blog came about uh, living beneath the shadow at wordpress.com. It came about because I needed a place to empty out um, more personal I, more personal things that mm-hmm. I didn't want to necessarily be on Facebook. The blog, um, it, it's if you want to see it. Facebook is for everybody to see. I have over right. 3,000 friends. It's for everybody to see. My blog is if you want to know more about the Intimate Tracy. And so um, I create uh, actually um, Gabe, uh, Pastor Gabe Stovall out of Mount Nebo, now in Georgia, uh, that is my that was my Facebook pastor at the time and my encourager, inspirer. And he mm-hmm. said, um, you need to start getting things out of you, getting things out right. of you. Because I journal all the time. And so I had left Omaha, Nebraska, and everybody was always asking, how are you doing? Because I left so abruptly and I didn't return. Right. And so they, how you doing? How you doing? So I used the blog as an avenue not only to express how I was feeling and what was going on, but so that the people that were in Omaha would know that I was okay. 
you know, and I would, I would right. uh, send, send things to them and write things to them. And so that's how Living Beneath This Shadow, um, the blog came about. And I still post in the blog and I can go back to the blog and I can see how my writing has changed. Absolutely. How it's gone from a place of pain to um, a place of uh, where I needed to place the blame, where it's gone to a place of where I address the issues directly. Now it's at a place to where I'm just expressing what you can do to get by those areas. Like I did one stay woke recently. Um, I did talking about how distractions are going to come and you can't allow them to distract you. You got to stay woke, keep your eyes open, your spiritual yeah. eyes open. So I, I address a lot of things like that. And also on my Living Beneath His Shadow Facebook page, I address those as well. Those are topical places. Whereas on my Facebook page and on my uh, Friday Chronicles, I'm just talking about whatever I'm talking about. So right. um, my, that's where my blog came from. Okay. I need to it's blog so more. <laughs> Listen, look, you said you journal all the time. I need to journal more. So thanks for trying to keep me accountable, uh, ma'am. Um, so what has, um, what has been the biggest life lesson um, through this process? The, the breaking, the building, the blessing, and the living beneath the shadow. Um, what, what lesson has been imparted on you that you will carry with you all the rest of your days um, as a reminder of his faithfulness? That God will never leave you, no matter where you are, no matter how far you fall, that God will never leave you. And the scripture, put not your confidence in man, but put your trust in God. Because man, man is, uh, we have issues. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, situations and we change. And, right. even, and, and even though it, it's not a bad thing, it may be bad to you, but everybody is allowed to, um, to change, to grow, to transition. And you have to give, and people need space to do that. So you have to accept people where they are and not for who you accept them for who they are, not for who you want them to be and understand that God will never change. And when there's no one else there, God will be there. He's going to always Absolutely. be there. And so that Absolutely. that's my life lesson. Okay. So what can we expect to see and hear from you in 2019? Um, I know a lot of people say new year, new me, but I think you were new a long time ago. Um, I am. I will, I am. Um, you will see the same, except you will see a greater version of it. Um, I, I really, I realized that 2019 is my year of um, my winning season because I've done six years of preparation. This is my reaping my winning season. And so um, I talked about Friday on my Friday Chronicles. If you look at it, I talked about mm -hmm. how God has blessed me in all areas of my life. My finances are okay. I'm mentally and spiritually okay. Physically, I, I got to get on my on it physically. I've, I've I've got to get this weight off of me because I cannot be effective for God when I'm when I'm lagging. And so yeah. that, that is my my um, my 2019 is going to be where you're going to see what God has done in my life. It's right. going to be evident before my face, before your face, what God has done in my life. I'm continuing on the same path because I'm on the path where God has me. So there's no new me. I'm already brand new. You know, it's, it's just a better version of me because God is going to be doing greater things and calling me to a higher place of accountability. I'm in 2019. He's really turned up the heat on me in 2019 that I got to be where I need to be because this is my window. And if I'm not in place to receive my blessing, then I can't receive it. So I got to be in position to be blessed. 
Now that's the probably the third time I've heard that be in position to receive, mm-hmm. be in position for your blessings. Um, so proper position for you, you left because you moved to Tampa, correct? Mm-hmm. When you first left. Um, well, actually you moved to Lake or Lake Wales. Lake, Lake Wales. So you moved to Lake Wales, then you moved over to Tampa. Now you're um, still in Central Florida, just another part. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole movement, um, seemingly you left everyone behind and stepped out on this journey to an extension of independence um, mm-hmm. by yourself, um, still commuting to your place of worship on Sundays, um, but your new your new chapter of your new city, your new community, um, has that been a welcoming experience? Talk about that because it's fairly new um, yes. for you. Yes, I've, I've I actually relocated to Sarasota. Um, I I love the area. I, I come up. I will come up frequently. Um, it's Le- it's Lido Beach, Siesta Keys area. It's right by the water on the coastal area, forty five minutes from Tampa. So I'm still still in connection with my family. Um, but I re- I left everything behind, and it has been. Um, it has been a transition because uh, I, my puppy died right before my dog died right before I left. Had him 13 years and he died right before I left. But God had already placed it in my heart that I had to separate. Mm-hmm. I had to I had to move. And so that's what I did. Um, but it has been a welcoming experience. I'm learning more about myself, spending more time with myself, writing. Um, it, 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 it's just that God. And, and, and I'm not going to say that it's going to be a permanent move, but I had to do it. 2019, as I stated, God has just turned up the heat on me and he separated me and he pressed this move on me. And I'm going to tell you how God works. Um, Sarasota is a very wealthy area in Florida. Um, the cost of living here is probably 6% higher than Tampa. And so when I came up here, uh, you know, looking for apartments or whatever. Um, the apartment I'm in is actually $600 less than I was living in Tampa. And it is 10 minutes from the beach. And so um, and so it is a, a very welcoming place. It is a very welcoming place. They have welcomed me. I have, um, I have uh, acclimated to the area. And I found out on Friday that they have a free gospel concert every month. So I went to okay. go see Marvin Sapp on Friday. Uh, they'll have Virtue next month, and then Smoky Norfolk is March. And so um, I am acclimating to the area. I, I love it. I miss my family, but I can see them on the weekend. Um, but it's just a place of solitude for me. It's a place of solitude. It's a place of, um, of um, how can I say, a place of connection with God. Uh, it is... Um, it has just been a, a, um, a wonderful experience for me. And I'm just thankful to God that, um, <laughs> that's my daughter-in-law, uh, my daughter. I'm just thankful I, I, God looked- that he opened up the door for me to go there and to be there and that he's covering me and keeping me while I'm there. Okay. I got I'm distracted. Here. I'm sorry. Hi, Bianca. <laughs> Look, yeah, we're all arriving at church right now. Um, yes, because your church is about to start in like 13 minutes. 10.03. Yes, 10.03 yes. we start. 13 minutes and we will be done in five if, I, if I'm if i correct on my timing. 
Um, okay, and so last minute thoughts. Um, what what would you like to encourage um, the people? Um, your audience is expanding, so it's not just first ladies. Um, it's just it's not just women who have experienced divorce. It's it's a generation of women who want to be married, who mm-hmm. see themselves as wives, who know that your role was truly to truly to be the help me. Um, and you walked that thing out diligently and faithfully. Um, and like you said, you, you aren't perfect, um, but you were also open and authentic about that throughout this time and this process. Um, because I think your first year um, in your chronicles and your blogging, you talked about, you know, there are two people in a marriage um, and the breakdown of the marriage isn't just one person. It's in essence, two people, but right. one person can't stay in a ring and call it a fight by themselves. Absolutely. Um, um, so what what wisdom, what what um Tracy isms um do you want to um impart upon uh, people who may be new to following you, who may discover you through this podcast um seemingly um and want to know more about what you're about? Um what I would like to my granddaughter's here, y'all, <laughs> and she wants her grandma. What I would like to impart um, and what word I would leave um, would be to be faithful to yourself. Um, Be faithful to yourself. Be faithful to God and just follow his lead. It's not only about you. It's about him. It's about you. And it's about those attachments. It's a horizontal and a vertical connection. And you are the connection. And as long as you stay connected to God, then you will stay connected to those around you. Be true to yourself and honest with yourself and know when to let go. You know, you gotta yeah. know, and that, that when to let go. Um, sometimes we stay in situations too long and it begins to be, deteriorate us instead of um, give us, um, instead of benefiting us. I always uh, par- uh, parallel it to a birth. When you're pregnant and your baby's in, in your stomach, it's in the placenta, it's getting all the nutrients it needs, it is growing. But once that birth is done, that baby can't stay attached to that placenta anymore because right. it has it has expired. It's time has been used up. If the baby stays attached to the placenta, the baby is going to die. So you have to know what when it's expired and when to let go. I stayed too long. I stayed I stayed until I was dying, literally dying physically, financially, uh, mentally, spiritually, because everything in my life was wrapped up in that one person. That was my pastor. That was my best friend. That was my lover. That was my husband. That was my spiritual guide. So when that was gone, everything in my life was gone and I stayed too long. And so know when to let go and don't be afraid to do that. Don't be afraid to allow God to move you to a different place and um, take you to a higher height, even if you got to walk it out by yourself because you're never alone when you're with him. So that would be my, my, what I would tell somebody, trust God and know when to let go and be willing to do that. Absolutely. And finally, because I did say we were going to get to this last question. Oh, for- Lord. <laughs> so who is today on January 20th, 2019, who is Tracy J? Tracy J. Who is Tracy J? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Shannon. January 29th. Tracy J. Oh, shoot. Did I lose you? I can't can't see you though. Okay. Who is Tracy J? Tracy J is a servant of God. Tracy J is a queen. Tracy J is a mother. 
Tracy J is a grandmother and Tracy J is an overcomer. All right. That's who Tracy J is now. Thank you so much, sis, for coming on here, for being here to um, giving your story. Um, of course, I know all your business. So the fact that you, you care what you don't know um, is a blessing. Um, and it, it, it can be a help and a healing and a balm to so many. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you so much for showing case in heaven. Um, a little pumpkin noodle butt. This is, this is my mini me. This is my twin. My yes, mini-me. it is. I mean, all your grandchildren look just like you, ma'am. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, they do. I'm every glad you said that. single last one of them. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Fortunately, look, fortunately, look, look, fortunately. Fortunately, um, yes. And so um, thank you so much um, for coming on here. I know you are doing what you are called to do when you are about to head into the house of the Lord. Say a prayer for me. Every Sunday you post, I need to get up and go to church. So I'm going <laughs> to go to church. Um and we will be connecting here soon, my yes, love. Yes, we will. And thank you so much for the opportunity. Shannon, you have been a light in my life, in my darkest place. And I, yeah. I say that not because we're on this podcast, because you know I tell you all the time. Um, in my darkest moment, when I could not even see God, you were a light. And so I thank you for that. And I can contribute uh, who I am to God and to the words that he has given you to speak into my life. And I love you, my sister my mentor my friend my accountability partner i love you and i again i thank you for this opportunity and kente thank you um shannon i need to get with you because they tell me i need to be in some communities so i need to know what communities because i want to really i want to really be supportive of you guys and what you're doing on this podcast absolutely join join us we would love to have you kente said thank you and he loved your story so both leah and kente said wonderful show so, so Leah, I need yeah. to get with her. Um, she, I, I need to f- figure out what I need to do to get what she, what she got because she's a co- life coach. 